Is this art good? Welcome. Hello. It's Is This Art Good? Yes, it is Is This Art Good? Still is, will be later on too. Always will be. Always has been. It's about the art. (laughs) It is literally about the art. (laughs) <laughs> i mean that's yeah yeah it's well it's not it's i guess it's about the art the one the things that are art yes it's about the art now like proper like the pl- or not proper noun the platonic form of art yes yes uh, the class the class of things that are art yeah the classification of right of a set of nouns well, I, I don't think of it as, as, as nouns. I think of it as, as like a kind of thing, right? It's like a yeah. property that something has that right, is, right. it is art. Like it, like something is red. It has the property of color. Yeah. These yeah. things have the property of art. But I mean, uh, like you wouldn't say that a, you wouldn't say that a verb is red, right? Like it still has to be like a thing, right? I get, I mean, as a word, art is a noun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's what I mean is like. If I refer to Donut County, that's a noun, right? Like it's a, it is a thing. Yeah, yeah, the game. Yeah. Right. And, but it's a game and games are art. Yes. Yes. We covered this in our QA. Very much yeah. so. And before that, too, in our Cosmic Encounter episode, I think. Yes. And I think this is very much an art game. Yeah. Today it's Donut County. Tomorrow it's Donut Hole. Um, <laughs> Not just donut part, donut hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. Don- that was a big. <laughs> what? That was a see. I I don't think of the the term donut hole very often. I know. I know because we're Canadian, and I just think we have fucking timbits. timbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 allude to that in this game too. They say, "Well, the donut the donut hole is the hole." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And donut holes. But then, you know, there's a whole conversation about which, like, donuts not having holes. And they say donut holes don't have holes. But sometimes they do. If you get the jelly-filled ones, then they've got the hole where the jelly goes in. That was exactly my thoughts during that scene as well. More more of a cavity, really. Yeah, yeah. A hole of a cave. A hole implies a, a, well, maybe we we won't get into this distinction between hole and cavity, huh? Is it a donut hole well? A well full of uh, delis- delicious jelly. Well, a well seems like it was. Well, well, a well is usually something that's put there to access what's inside. But in this case, the hole is put there to put the thing inside. Right. And right. you don't go in the hole to get out the jelly. But you do. You do access it by interfacing with the donut hole. Yeah, but. <laughs> It's more like a it's it's more like a a, a reserve, let's say, or a, a what do they call oil? I mean, I guess you make an oil well to access it, but in yeah. this case, your face is the drill. You make the the, the, the jelly is already there. The jelly is the oil. My face is then, a fucking drill. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. You're like fucking Digmon, dude. Yeah, dude. My face, my whole, my entire <laughs> face spins around on top of my head, and it. Just, I've seen it happen. Yeah, it just pierces through things, just like The Exorcist. No, 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 no. The the head, the head stays in place. The face just spins on like the front of my head. 
Oh, it's like that. What's the thing with the fucking masks and it, the masks turn? Oh, the. It's not. Oh, you got to help me the, out here. Is it Inuyasha? Inuyasha with the. There's mask. like an enemy with a fucking multiple mask like faces. There's also Yoshimitsu from Soul Calibur. He's got the Japanese like oh, yeah. multiple mask comedy tragedy. But did you know that Yoshimitsu isn't from Soul Calibur originally? I think I did know that. Yeah, he's like from Tekken or something. It's fucking crazy. Weird. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you gave me this game. Why? Uh, I had like literally just played through it or like I I might have even been like partially through it when I told you to okay. uh, to pick it up. It was on sale uh, for like five bucks on the Switch. And I was like, man, this would be a great great game to talk about yeah um plus it's short so it's nice and easy for you to just rip through it was it was very short and uh its shortness was a, a bit of a boon and i'll tell you why we had a we're in the middle of a heat wave here right now but you know mm-hmm. last week or whatever it was uh significantly nicer and i wanted to sit outside on my deck right and so i said okay well what am i going to do on the deck you know I'll, I'll grab the switch i'll go out there sit on the deck and play donut county that sounds like a nice you know Hell maybe yeah. have a little beer great great time and so as you might know if you've ever tried to play a game boy outside or look at a cell phone <laughs> or anything else with a screen on a sunny day it's kind of hard to see some stuff yeah so uh i played the game that was fine i got it but what i what i didn't get was any sort of continuity or story or exposition at all. Um, And that is because the text was so small and obscured by the light. Oh. (laughs) And so I basically got like halfway through the game before I was just like, this is fucking stupid. And I just turned it off. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then, I don't know, Two days ago, three days ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it inside now and start over. And I was like, yeah, okay, this makes much more sense because I realized. So basically at first I was like, this raccoon is working at a donut shop yeah, and he's got an app, a, a delivery app, you know, a skip the dishes app where people can order their donuts. Yep. And when they order a donut, instead of getting a donut, they get a hole. Yeah, a literal hole uh, and the hole eats everything up. And I was like, OK, and I was like, these fucking things are are all these people are underground. And it basically just I was like, OK, of course, these people have been eaten mm-hmm. by the holes. That makes total sense. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Uh, but they're just like sitting down <laughs> downstairs. They're just sitting downstairs <laughs> m- being angry at the raccoon while other holes open up but i didn't realize it was like a reverse continuity thing where like right, right. everybody tells the reason that they're down there and then yeah. it, it, you play you play the level like without the dialogue you didn't have that understanding of the reverse continuity yeah oh yeah it was it was super unclear i didn't know anybody's names i was just like they're just like jesus bk you fucking suck dude you got yeah. us stuck down here <laughs> Yeah, the dialogue is definitely, like, important. Yeah, and then from my perspective, BK then goes and opens up a hole and you play the level. Right, right. So it was almost like he was kind of turning around away from them being like, hey, gonna get some more fucking people stuck down here. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. So that was, so I I started it over and the whole thing made way more sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) So what did you, what did you think of the, I guess we'll cover, like, the gameplay first. What are your thoughts sure. about its gameplay? 
It's obviously like a very simple game. Super simple. It was also like available on phones and stuff. That that sounds right because it kind of seems like it seems like a mobile game just expanded to a bigger sort of concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like one of those things you'd see an advertisement for that's like, how big can your hole get? Or like, <laughs> I get stuck on level 997. And yeah, it's like, yeah. this is the hardest puzzle in the world. You know what I mean? Like, can you untangle the strings? And it's like the easiest fucking thing ever. I can't figure out this puzzle. Can you do it? And then like you click on it and it just brings you to the fucking page. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely like is that kind of thing. And then it, they take that concept and turn it into like, I don't know, a a respectable game. <laughs> it's respectable. It's I mean, there's not much of a we'll talk about the, the actual mechanics. You are a a hole. You fucking move around and yeah. you suck everything in. And if, with everything that you eat, you get bigger. Right. Like it, that's yeah. that is so simple. And the first like there's not even really an element of puzzle solving until about halfway through the game. It's just like, eat everything up. Yum, yum, eat them up. Yeah. And I was kind of put off by that at first because I was like, you just do it. Like the tutorial is the title screen where you eat the the honker on the moped. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's like the tutorial. But then the second level was similar, or I guess the first real level was similarly difficult. Mm-hmm. with the person's backyard and then you eat like the uh garage yurt thing yeah i think it's like a good you know what i'm talking about the tube half tube the the bivouac garage is that what it is i think so i think that's the term. oh i i really hope that's it i will say there is a little bit of a puzzle there where you have to use the the heat from the furnace to uh lift up the uh the balloon well this is this is the thing so i there's a bit of a puzzle there, but it doesn't really matter because like it doesn't feel like a puzzle because you can't eat the furnace until you've gotten your hole big enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you get it big enough, there's only one thing left to do. Yeah. And so and it, and it you know, smoke comes up or what it's like radiating, radiating heat. And so it, it seems almost like it gives it to you. Mm hmm. Well, because it's it's teaching you the mechanic of like sometimes things fall into your hole and then like create effects, which is then like important for the rest of the game. Yeah, with catapult and stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. But it just seemed it seemed like incredibly easy. And it was no like at, at no point was there really a puzzle that stumped me. Because if you just eat everything in order, you're gonna be fine pretty much. Yeah. But sometimes it's figuring out like what order or like what you're supposed to do. Like there's the the water puzzle as well. And like that took Alyssa a while to figure out like, oh, the bird drinks the water. So oh, really? I need to like bring the water over to it. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. I figured that out right off the bat. Yeah, same same for me for that one. The thing that gave me a little bit of trouble was the level with the frog and the bees. Oh, okay. Right, because you could see these things. You could see the honey like dripping down from the sky, yeah, or from the treetops. I guess tree. Uh, what do you call the lower leaves of the tree? The tree sky. Yeah, the tree sky, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's when you're the canopy. The yeah, canopy yeah. is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and I think that was one that I just did something. I did one thing in the wrong order, and that was, and I was like, well, it's obvious there's this frog. Yeah. 
and it's croaking at me and literally they're like lines when it croaks that's like look look at this frog have you seen this frog use this frog and i'm like i guess i didn't uh feed it whatever and so i was like okay i have to start over and then do the i i don't i don't remember what the mechanic is for the frog he uh uh, you like launch him up and then he like stops in midair and is like and fucking gets one of the no but to get him down from there for get him down from the stump oh i think you have to eat the stump yeah you just have to eat the stump yeah so i wasn't big enough for that yet because i did something you know what now that i think about it i don't remember how that worked because i think you have to eat the honey houses yeah also known as b b whatever beekeeping boxes yeah um honey houses honey i like honey houses you know the honey comes up a lot in this podcast have you noticed how much honey comes up has it like what where else was it well we i think the first time was with the mellified man but then you said something about sticky little honey paws (laughs) <laughs> in our q a episode and then we talked about <laughs> mollified man yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> it's true. just a weird and then probably right. picture what, of I, nectar there's probably some mention of honey maybe i don't uh, we were mostly focused on the citrus uh family there though <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think of citrus as having nectar i think of juice you know yeah but i mean juice is nectar i suppose so nectarine yeah ne- nectarine Nectaron. <laughs> you did what to her, Ryan? <laughs> Nectaron. I barely know her, Ryan. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. I thought that was great. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, so, but that was like, even still, it was not a puzzle that stumped me. It was just like, oops, I did something wrong. I'll just go fix that immediately. Right. Right. It, it's interesting because, like, I don't think there's any way to, like, fail objectively any of the things, like, not be able to complete it. Like, there's no way to put it in a state where it's incompletable. It's probably just there was, like, a piece of grass you could have, like, grabbed or something that, yeah. Could have not seen or something. Yeah. Um, And th- I think a similar thing is with the level um, with the rabbits. Mm, yeah yes where you uh have them eat the carrot the big carrot yeah yeah and that was like wait this is just stuck i i can't put anything more in my hole (laughs) yeah (laughs) my hole's all full my Um, hole's full so yeah it was stuffed full with a giant giant carrot and so you know as you do but then you just basically move around for a while and then it's like oh the rabbits follow the carrot okay i can get there you know yeah so yeah that's actually that's actually one that Alyssa also had a lot of trouble with where she didn't realize that like one part of the rabbit pen was like a door so she yeah was it just took me a while like, yeah yeah but I, I, as I noticed like as you just one it's one of those things where like when you sit there and you look at it for long enough things just become apparent to you yeah one thing that I that that really didn't become apparent to me was the reason for an experience system also known Uh, as an xp system yeah yeah Uh, and i know that i know that in the the beginning it's like i'm level nine at level 10 i get a quadcopter yeah and then it's like okay and then you start and after the first level it's like level nine bloop the experience goes up yeah but there's not actually any leveling up mechanic it's just in there for that yeah joke and i i think that that's i think that's really good because like with this game, you know, 
I, I think that it it's sort of making a comparison to a lot of those like phone style games where it is just like, oh, fill up your XP and then it'll like give you some like frivolous bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very much that even though it like the getting to level 10 is like a plot point and it's like doesn't actually have a like leveling system like you can't grind out extra levels. I think it's. It's funny, but it's misleading, I think, really, because it would have been clear, like, sure, some games start you, it's kind of like an in-media res thing, right, where you, they start you at, like, level three or level five or... Right. So, like, you've already got some experience behind you, because I think the idea is that BK's been doing this long enough that he's gotten up to level nine. Yeah. Right? And that's what the, where the problems all happen. Yeah. And so... That's also strange because in every because presumably the first cutscene is like what is it Mira him and Mira texting and he's like I'm level nine at level ten I get a quadcopter and then it goes six weeks later and there's all this shit that happened but then with every flashback to six weeks ago you're still at level nine yeah because because it's doing the reverse chronology right like it's well right but it starts at the beginning of the whole problem the H O L E problem problem with the holes <laughs> it starts when he's like at level nine so he's already like done up to level nine's worth of whole bullshit so he's already because he says he's almost he's he's uh at level nine right but the problem's already gotten that big by the time the game starts yeah like i think he's already been delivering them because he you know when she complains about the honker out front he's like oh yeah i'll take care of it like he knows what the the app does and everything he's already used to it yeah i delivered him a donut yeah right but then the whole but then the the rest of the game i'm gonna say entire from now on instead of whole yeah. to keep things clear yeah, yeah. the entire rest of the game happens after the honker yeah the moped guy and we don't actually see any of the damage he caused before that anyway all of the the real massive bad damage happens in the that six weeks yeah right is that is that cl- true okay i i mean it sh- there are shots that show like the the county and like there are other holes around that could have been like presumably left yeah. by bk yeah they're like big uh landscape shots yeah which i think was was neat and kind of frames it a little bit mm-hmm. yeah so like i would assume that a lot of that is from him as well right yeah that's that's fair i feel like my, I guess my main thing with this game was just the difficulty. Like it, it seemed like, and I got like, you know, we said it's a, it's a kind of a mobile game extrapolated out to something larger. Yeah. And that really felt true in as far as the level of involvement that it took to complete it. Right. Like it, it, it was almost a childish game. Sure. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that, but I I think I expected it to get more difficult than it did. It was like, it it didn't go from very easy to easy difficulty. It went from like tutorial to very easy. Okay. For me. Yeah. See, I don't think this is like supposed to be a difficult game at all. Like, I don't think, I don't think every game has to be that. And um, I think specifically, like this game is sort of a or at least seems to be a spiritual successor to uh, Katamari Damacy, which I'm not sure if you know. It's like a Japanese game where you basically roll around this ball 
And the bigger your ball is, the more like things you can pick up with it. Right. There's there are other games like that as well. Yeah. And it, well, like yeah. this was like a PS2 game. It's like the kind of the the first example of that. And I think that like the enjoyment of that and like of this game is very much not about like challenge. It's about like the satisfaction of cleaning, basically. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think that it like it fulfills that very well. And I do think, like, it's interesting how the game keeps, like, introducing mechanics. And then, like, as you get into the late game, it starts to compound mechanics upon each other. Yeah. The labs have, like, the you use the snake tail to hit the buttons and then you grab uh, the cage with a frog in it. And then you use that to, like, let the bunnies free. And then you make the whole giant using the bunnies. And it's like that's like three different levels mechanics. The whole lab heist Mm-hmm. is basically like uh i i almost saw the rest of the game as like the tutorial for the lab heist basically right. yeah right and that i guess that's what i mean with the difficulty level like i did appreciate how all of those mechanics came together to create like one big final thing yeah and then there was also a, a final boss fight yeah and the state like the stakes get higher but it, it felt like it was kind of all at once at the end, which is cool because, yeah, I understand the the satisfaction of cleaning thing. Yeah, I did get that. And it's like, you know, your hole is like not quite big enough to fit this one thing, but you managed to find like the perfect angle to get it in. And yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's got it. It's so satisfying doing that. Yeah. When you just barely fit it in the hole, it's so satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I you get a carrot you, stuck in your hole and sometimes you fit it perfectly in the hole. That's right. Just yep (laughs) um i get that uh i guess it was just i it was just not what i was expecting that's all yeah it's not a not really a point against it it was just different from what i was uh anticipating when i did the tutorial yeah i'm i'm curious actually um did like was some of that difficulty expected because it's like a game that i'm recommending because i know like Uh, a lot of my friends consider me to be like Oh, he just likes like hard games, like games that are just fucking just beat you up and are shitty. I actually don't like a lot of hard games because I think they're poorly balanced. The difficulty was not from that, but there was an expectation I did have that was not that was met, but not met in the way I expected. So, like I said, it's it's very childish and like the dialogue is goofy and A lot of the, you know, the whole story comes from the dialogue between the the villagers, the townspeople, mm-hmm. being like, oh, you fucking blah, 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 I was just trying to move somewhere nice with my wife, and my child got away in the hot air balloon and stuff. And I thought, like, okay, that's, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's silly. It's just yeah. a fanciful, yeah. you know, you know, there's a lot of whimsy in this game. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the twist, this this is the thing I've come to expect from you. I was expecting like a weird dark twist. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that didn't come. But the twist came in the form of like a heist and a boss battle that was a a very cool ending. The the ending was very very satisfying. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was very satisfying. Going through all the different rooms of the lab, you know, finding the key cards. Yeah. That was all and you, very, very cool. It, it's a very small thing, but I really like that you use the the catapult to, like, launch the key card into there. Yeah. Like, they could have it's totally... It's the only mechanic you've got. Yeah. They, they could have totally been like, oh, yeah, this is, like, 
you you just get the key card and then your your hole is like emitting up the pulse it. or whatever like as if it was like a tap thing and then you just go yeah. through but the fact that you like launch it in there is just kind of like satisfying it's just an extra little thing yeah 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 and i i also liked and maybe this is this kind of plays into what i was saying about the tutorial so it starts with all of the levels being flashbacks right yeah. like oh salt and pepper how did you get down here oh yeah here's what happened to us and then it flashes back and then you play the level and each one does that i think until you get up to possum because right before possum they're like okay so let's fix this problem yeah okay who do we know who can do it well there's this weird conspiracy theorist genius named possum yeah who lives in an abandoned house yeah and from there on it's present or or yeah present tense i guess yeah and it's all yeah that's what i mean where it was a tutorial it seemed like all the flashbacks were building up these mechanics to then be used once you get to present time and then you play out the the real the real events you and know the real experience yeah and and it's cool because even narratively they uh have like a a a point there because it shows you it shows mira like snapping the quadcopter and yeah that's like a big narrative reveal because like the whole game you're like why did she smash it like what is going on and then you see exactly. it and it's like oh okay and i i just think that that's neat that it lines up perfectly with like the okay we're gonna fix the problem right but then see wait do you actually hit level 10 yeah because he says when you hit you do hit level 10 yeah when is it around possum it's uh so Possum is right after the donut shop level, which is like where Mira yeah. breaks the quadcopter. So basically you do the level before that, which I think might be the the honey frog one. Okay. Or it might be cat soup. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, cat soup was a fun level too. Yeah. Yeah. And that one has like a bit more of a puzzle to it for sure. Right. Yeah. And also challenge with like the cockroaches kind of fucking around. That one, there was a challenge, but... I immediately recognized don't let the cockroaches get in the soup. Yeah. And so and having the the bird from earlier was a clear signal to me. It was just like I, I just understood because it looked like a drinking bird, you know, one of yeah, the like, yeah. perpetual motion things. Yeah. And I was just like, that's it. That's the see no problem. I had trouble with it because I kept trying to put the salt and pepper into the hole and then put the soup in. Ah, and then like I had a moment of like, oh wait, that's fucking yeah, it stupid. Pours, yeah, <laughs> it pours the soup into the hole, and then you deliver it. And I was like, well, of course. And I was, but at first, I was like, wait, does the bird want to eat a bug? And then I thought, probably not. Let's just go with regular ass soup. Yeah, and yeah, it, it worked out. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I did appreciate that. I guess level ten is like the the benchmark of. Now you're now you're in real world. You know, like in RuneScape, you leave and you're level three. Yeah, you leave the tutorial island and you're level three. Yeah, it, it's like that. And then you but wander into the very wildy long. and someone's like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll I'll take you out to this spot and we'll get you some cool items." And they fucking murder you and steal all your pizzas. Dude, one time I lost fucking thirty k in mythy armor in the wildy. God, fuck that. Do you I just didn't go to the bank selling skimmy ten k. No, I didn't. I, I just fucking died. They just like one hitted me. Skimmy has like stuck with me for fucking ever. I you, see. You didn't call it Simmy? No. Cause I, I think, uh, okay. I think fair. I think people I knew like Taylor, like fucking called it a skimmy. Yep. Taylor. 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 He probably listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyways so uh, yeah can we talk a little bit about the the visuals sure you called this when you gave this to me you said a a nice low poly game yeah uh i i like it i like the way this game looks yeah it looks the way it feels yeah yeah it it, you know it feels very cohesive both in like the the look the narrative the gameplay like it all feels kind of on the same level yes it's it's very again it's just it's childish and not in a way a lot of the time people use that word to describe a person who is acting immaturely right and that's not how i mean it Uh, it it just feels there's a, a childlike i guess childlike quality to it yeah everyone seems like a little kid, little animal, little like everything. It's very cute. You know, everything about the game is cute. And I mean, you could even apply that to like BK is very childish. Yes. And like he's sort of your protagonist, right? I would call him the antagonist. Yeah. Well, well, he's the he's the protagonist and he's a villain protagonist for most of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you I mean, the protagonist to me insinuates good guy. Yeah, but that's but not I guess the... it could just mean main character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the difference between those terms, right? Like the Yeah. Yeah. Like you you wouldn't say that uh Dr. Venture is a hero. No. No, that's true. Yeah. Wow. Good good one. We were just talking about that the other day. Yep. But see, you'd say antagonist is the villain most of the time. But that's like the typical thing. Like typically the hero is the protagonist, but the like there's stories right. with villain protagonists. Who is the is Mira the hero in this? Mira the hero. I would say Mira is the hero. They're like the the figure to look up to. Like they're the they're probably the best person. Yeah, and the only human. What's what commentary is that trying to make, huh? Well, there there is a commentary that is made with this game. Do they say something about that? Uh, well, should okay. Wait, do you have any uh, stuff to talk about in terms of? the the aesthetics and that childlikeness i realized i kind of uh side side trailed <laughs> us no that's okay that's i mean that's kind of all i wanted to say about it i i liked you know how uh it, it looks very flat i don't know if is it cell shaded it's not really cell shaded so cell shading is like often misnomered where cell shading is actually the um it's like the outline on a 3d model it's like the generally a black outline sometimes a colored outline like in wind waker right it's not actually referring to the texturing style which would just be like a flat texture style um where it's all flat colors gotcha. okay okay because like yeah i think of like mad world is definitely cell shaded um but its textures aren't always flat and then um okay like wind waker has generally flat textures and is like cell shaded and this this isn't cell shaded, but it has flat textures. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that was that was the main observation I made was just was how flat it is, how minimal it is, but still detailed. Like oh, it's yeah. flat and it is minimal, but everything looks there's like a it's like almost a <laughs> I'm going to coin a term here. Minimalist cartoon realism. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's fair. Uh, it kind of reminded me of gex 64 <laughs> all right the um t the not t- the whole game's tv but the the western level okay when you run up the rock you remember that a little bit the western one didn't uh, stick with me too much 
that one, I think that's like the first area. And it was, it was the same, like, you know, adventure, whimsical, little weird kid show level that kind of, yeah, kind of gets me here. Did you know that that game is like universally panned? Like it's like very hated. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Only Gex game I've ever played. Yep. (laughs) So funny to me that you had it and we played a bunch of it. Yeah, man. It was great. I fucking, I, I, that might've been the first game I ever beat. Oh my God. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did beat it and it was, but like, oh, it's a hard game. It's bad. There's like, it's hard. There's like racist shit in there. Oh yeah. And like, there's so many lines where Gex is just like, oh, this is like a night at Greg fuckhead's house. And it's like some fucking celebrity that we didn't know who the fuck they were. Yep, they say he says at one point, "Would Cheech and or Chong report to the front desk?" Right, and it's like, like what? But it's because it's all movies, it's all movie references and shit. But <laughs> I, I was born in the mid '90s, and so a game that made, was made in the mid '90s doesn't have any movies that I would know in nope. it. Nope, nope, it's crazy. Would uh, SpongeBob and Patrick report to the front desk? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I almost made Devin do a fucking spit take. Yeah, I did spit. I did spit it out. <laughs> I was drinking drinking some water and it just If I was playing a game and that just what came up, I'd be like, "What the fuck? What the okay." What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's not related. But no. but anyway, yeah. Uh that's my comment on the art yeah. for the art style. You were going to say something else. Yeah, I feel like um there's like there's a f- definitely like a a decent chunk of games that are like indie games that have like an art style in this style. Okay. But I think this game has like, has really good character designs within this art style. And the thing that I really appreciate about it, that makes it feel really detailed and lively is all the environments feel like very lived in. There's a lot of like little objects and details and they're all like interactable, which makes it feel even more, uh, lifelike. Well, it kind of has to be interactable, doesn't it? For sure, for sure. By virtue of the way that it is played. Yeah, but that then in like ties into that aesthetic value of like... I guess that's true. Everything feels like real and um, the way that like the beach is laid out, like there's a little bit of trash and there's seagulls. Like sure, it feels kind of earnest in its uh, depiction of those like spaces. Yeah, that highway level is great. That's a great level. Oh, the end of it is so satisfying, too. Well, you just get to drive the whole traffic jam, the yeah. entire traffic jam yeah. <laughs> into the hole. And they're just yeah. all like, yeah. <laughs> you just sit there. They all try to avoid it. And it's like, nope. Come in my hole. Yeah. Come in my hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I-, I can see that for sure. Yeah. So what did you think about the the story? I mean, in what sense? Like, did you get, did you get anything from it? Like, uh, you, you've mentioned it being very silly and like, um, like what did you think about kind of the ending and a lot of the themes there? I did have a thought about it. Let me think more. Cause I think, I think I thought about it later on kind of after I walked away from it and then didn't make any specific notes. I just thought about it. Um, yeah. So it, you know, the idea is that the animals they're living their lives in peace and harmony in Donut County. Yeah. And 
you know, the the raccoons are like this. The, let's say they're they're out of towners or they're immigrants, right? And they, you know, they take over this donut shop that has been closed down, and then after everybody goes away, the raccoons kind of become the oligarchs, right? So to speak, of Donut County, and they start taking everybody's trash but there's like a weird thing in the lab where like they're analyzing trash so that they can make their own yeah i think the leader says that trash king says that and so yeah there's like a there's like a a commentary there about the way that we live our lives i suppose sort of an environmental commentary okay yeah i think it's pretty like i'm actually surprised you didn't read into it as this because i think it's a pretty clear commentary on colonialism okay where like i think that that them taking trash to like someday create their own is like a snide commentary on like white people appropriating other cultures. Okay. Like native culture and being like, Oh, I'll make a thing that's like in this style, sort of like making fun of like, there's no, there's no white culture. Right. There's no raccoon culture. Yeah. And like the raccoons really do come in and just kind of like, ruin everything i was honestly worried at the start there's that line about the the raccoons coming in and taking over the donut shop and like people not liking that and i was worried that it was going to be like some like sort of anti-immigrant thing but that's what it kind of felt like to me yeah but it i think it's definitely about uh colonialism specifically like it's from it seems to be from the perspective of someone native to mexico okay and i mean like it looks like California and New Mexico, the the areas you're in. Yeah, it definitely does there. Which, like, are Mexican native land. Right. And I, I think, like, there's a lot of lines where, like, Mira, I think, is also supposed to be native. And, like, uh, I'll be clear, like, I might be using the wrong terms here because, like, we're from Canada. I'm not, like, well-versed in the politics around or the terminology that would be used for people native to mexico it's just indigenous people indigenous is a good word regardless yeah yeah exactly i think she's i think she's supposed to be like indigenous to mexico yeah okay yeah i could see that and it's it's kind of shown in the way that she talks to to bk where she's like don't don't saddle me with like your guilt over what the raccoons have done that's true she does say that yeah like i think there's a lot of uh kind of parallels there and like maybe maybe i read into it that way more because um i have like a few close friends who are indigenous to canada um right and so like i've had conversations about this kind of thing with them you know and i i think it is yeah well this is interesting because like canada day just happened here and there's been a lot of talk about canada day and whether it should be like celebrated um lately right yeah especially with recent findings of mass graves unmarked graves of indigenous children yeah i'm definitely you know definitely not really on the canada day, canada day train myself anymore right i think like i'm proud of the the land of this country but that was never really ours so i'm like hmm yeah i i it's because it's a celebration of a colonial heritage. Exactly. You know, it's like, I'm happy to be here right now. Yeah. Um, but even just saying that is a white privilege thing. Exactly. Because lots of people aren't happy to be here now. Yeah. 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 You know, I, uh, 
I think honestly that I got less of a colonizer vibe from the raccoons and more of an immigrant vibe. But hey, guess what? Colonizers are all immigrants anyway. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it was. You can't have it both ways, white people. I think what like really set in stone that it's them uh, as colonizers was like all of the cops are raccoons, right? Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. True. And they're like, you know, they've got like their their trash headquarters, which is the big uh, smelly castle, more or less. I think it's literally supposed to be like the observatory that's in uh, Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, there's I don't I don't know like American landmarks that well, um, but I I'm aware that there's a building with a similar shape in Los Angeles because of Grand Theft Auto (laughs) five and it having a building like this. (laughs) Within view okay. of like the Hollywood sign, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, Vi- video games educating me. <laughs> they video games are educational. Grand Theft Auto is one of the most educational series of all time. Yeah, I mean, in terms of learning about American culture through a lens of uh, British people who overwork their their teams, sure. <laughs> I mean, but you're a Russian immigrant in the fourth one, and you just go there and do crime. True. So I don't think that works. <laughs> Mm, yep oh man <laughs> never mind grand theft auto not one of the best educational video game series of all time <laughs> Contra- <laughs> controversial opinion more of a more of a math quest guy myself <laughs> yeah i like frog fractions personally oh yeah that that's fair that's fair you yeah. know <laughs> oh my god do you know that you could just go you can just Google Math Quest and just play it online right now. Oh, that's sick. Is that the, that's the one with the guy in the spacesuit, right? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Hated that game. Not to be confused with Map Quest. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it because I wanted to play it because I was like, ooh, this seems fun. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I'm really, really, really bad at math. Yeah, that's a thing. Wait, is it? Oh, this one is. Oh, this is like a new weird Flash game. Oh. What was the fucking one with the the space i think i had like four maybe it was like three. Oh wait was it math blaster math blaster maybe i feel like that might be it yes math blaster there we go yes from 1983 was the original one holy oh shit God. that's so fucking on old. a fucking floppy <laughs> yeah math quest is like a fantasy uh fantasy oh. math game okay that is like flash Anyway, man, maybe that's why I'm into sci-fi and not fantasy. <laughs> math Blaster versus Math Quest, but Math yeah. Quest is not. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Apparently, I'm just wrong in general. Mm. Yeah, you were too busy playing Math Gex. The the Math Gex, Math Gex. The the oh yeah, the Math spinoff yeah. of Gex that I wish. How about existed. fucking M- Millie's Math House, dude? Remember that one? Oh, like barely, like. Sammy's Science Hut. Oh, I remember that one. These are fucking games that were installed on our in our computer lab in elementary school. Fuck yeah! Do you remember that like weird weird pig fetus that was in the computer lab? <laughs> yeah, there was also Mercury at one point. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know if they did it while we were there, but at one point they had. Like, I think it used to be a science lab, right? And then it was right. converted into a computer lab. Here, kids, hold this mercury. Merc- yes, literally, they would take yeah. out and let the kids play with this mercury. What, they trying to make us all into Frank Zappa or what? <laughs> Frank Zappa have mercury poisoning? I think his parents, his parents were like 
some sort of fucking geniuses and they let him play with mercury and stuff and <laughs> sounds like a bunch of geniuses i mean he was he was a genius is that i'm gonna give you some fucking frank zappa for this sure yeah you ever yeah. listen to much frank zappa no not at all feels like it really feels like yeah me either it really feels like it would be your dad's vibe i when i hear frank zappa i think he's part of zz top he looks like he could be part of zz top but that's just because okay, okay. he's got a beard well, he has a mustache right right just like zz top's drummer yeah george beard or whatever yeah beard without the yeah. beard right <laughs> yeah anyways so donut county um <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> I think that 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 like colonialist angle was like something that totally blindsided me as I was playing it. But I was like, I I thought it was very neat. And it's it's I think it's well handled. Um, It kind of comes up out of nowhere, though, doesn't it? Yes and no. I feel like it like alludes to it with the raccoons like earlier. Okay. And like when you when I replayed it, I was like, oh, okay. there's like subtext of this throughout like the whole thing. Right. But it, it definitely does like ramp it up a lot as uh, after like the quadcopter part. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I actually like that how it's like you get to play through the game being like, haha, I'm making holes and everything. And it's very like fun to do. And you're like, cool, I'm making progress towards my quadcopter. And then it's like, hey, this is all <laughs> bullshit. Fuck you. This sucks. And like springs it on you and shows you the the labs and like there's a lot of lines that are like uh feel very like kind of snide and are very very cleverly metaphorized and there's like there's also like a fucking raccoon statue like golden raccoon statue in the middle of the lab yeah yeah that you can't suck up into your hole yeah it's hole proof yeah very per yep me too (laughs) yeah hole proof whole proof whole proof uh that's our that's our german fucking synth band <laughs> that sounds that sounds right <laughs> that's real good the net the craft work reunion tour featuring whole proof <laughs> fuck yeah yeah that rules yeah see here i think that i was uh not to discount what you what you said at all but i think that i was more concerned with just the the stakes in the game as a player almost um Mm. feeling like there weren't any stakes through you know two-thirds of the game or more and then there you know there become stakes at all as you get to level 10 and only then do you understand what's happening with the world and i think you know the fact that i saw it as a different sort of social and environmental commentary means that there are layers here. Right. Right. You know, that's, that's also interesting that we can get different reads on it, that it's making commentary on different things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I get it as like a environmental commentary. So basically like these people, let's think of it in terms of animals for a second. Just break it down. Okay. Raccoons love garbage. Right. Right. They're 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 garbage hunters and the raccoons in this are garbage hunters like that's yeah, that's no big revelation, Devin. We know that. Um, But the idea that by opening up the holes, you have rid the world of its trash and trash is now almost a commodity for the people who want it the most. Right. 
And you can almost see the raccoons as like eventually, and this maybe plays into yours as well. Eventually the raccoons will populate, populate. Yeah, that's right. Populate and expand and start creating just as much trash as everything else. But for a moment, a moment right now, I guess, in the sense of right before the raccoons are taken down, when everybody is underground, everything is clean and everything is clear and free of, you know, the burden of society, almost the, the, the damage that everything does. And that's kind of more what I was thinking. And then the raccoons are going to fuck it up because they love trash so much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there's sort of dialogue, uh, kind of pushing against that in which like it's kind of made clear that BK thinks of everything as trash, but like the, the characters are like, yeah, that's our stuff. Like that's our house. That's our like shit that we use to do stuff. Well, right. But that's how, that's how people feel. Like we don't realize the damage that we do with, you know, whatever with our cars, for example. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't say that some, that like, Every mug in my cupboard is trash like they're being used. No, it hasn't become trash yet. But like, I think that the idea behind the raccoons thinking of everything as trash is like, oh, that's like ours. We can just take that because we like trash. And there's a line where Mira says, like, that's that's not trash. That's our stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's a I think it's more a uh about the ra- the way the raccoons look at things i mean the invite even though the trash is being taken away into these holes like it's not it's not making things better right not really yeah no i don't know i i just think the uh the colonial angle holds a lot more weight and feels like what the at least to me it feels like what was intended whereas the yeah, sure. The trash thing feels sort of like a stretch. I don't think it's a stretch, but it's maybe not. It's maybe just a a, a consequence, right? Of of having it be like raccoons that are obsessed with trash. Maybe, yeah. Right, right. Did you read the Trashopedia, by the way? Oh yeah, I did. There, yeah, it's after hilarious. every and level, I, think I did. That's all written from the perspective of a raccoon not understanding what the thing is for. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, a pot, soup only, garbage can. Yeah, my, one of my favorites is um, for the stump. It's like it's a seat that makes bugs. <laughs> That's good. Right? That's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I was like, I should probably write down some of my favorites so that we can talk about them. And then I didn't do that. But uh, yes, fine. there were there were some very funny ones. There's oh, uh, I think the the a kiln was a stove that you put mud in. That was yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those. I don't, uh, yeah, we didn't really talk about the last boss fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I know I saw Alyssa kind of struggle with it, and bits of it were a little frustrating for me, um, where it's just like, oh, I can't get this fucking little, like, mine in the hole. And the, the last boss fight also kind of cheats with your health bar. I, like, if it hits you, if it hits the balloon and your health bar goes down, like, it kind of keeps going down by smaller and smaller increments to, like, let you succeed yeah which which i think like it's an interesting debate because the the game has like no fail states really 
And so I think they're kind of trying to carry that through into the last boss fight. But it also feels a little like disingenuous, the challenge there. And I'm like, why not just make the like the mines that you're supposed to pick up and then launch like move a little slower? Can I add something there? I so I found the boss fight very again, very, very easy. Um, and I, I did, I do agree a little bit that it was like kind of hard to get the smaller mines in the hole, but, and you can, this is a question. Do will you get hit if you hit it with a mine every time? I don't think so. I think it's only if you like get cemented, like you get hit by that, uh, cement beam. Oh, no, no, because I, so I was able to avoid the cement beam every time I didn't get hit by that at all, but Every time I didn't get a mine in the hole and launch it at it, or I missed, if I didn't do it fast enough, then it would hit me with a beam. Oh, yeah. And okay. so that might have I happened hit... to me once, too. Yeah. So I got hit twice, but it, it didn't feel like there were, it felt like there were stakes in that I felt like I could die if I did bad enough, but it right. felt so easy that I would never have lost it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I suppose, like, framing it that way, it's not that. It's not that bad that it is the way it is, like with the health bar. But I don't know because I didn't. Yeah. If you do worse than I might have, yeah. you know, then it's. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I had like it didn't see. This is the thing. It didn't feel like I was having difficulty. It, feel, it felt like I got unlucky a couple times. Ah. Yeah. So is it good? Well, how about you go first? Because you're okay. You're the one who was given this, was gifted okay. it. I, I handed it to you uh, from from an altar. I don't know. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I did enjoy it. I thought, you know, I, like I said at first, I had that weird experience. That was entirely subjective and just based on uh, a lack of being able to read the text. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, but it was an enjoyable little romp, you know, and it's just like you just sit down, sat down and did it. It just took a couple hours. It was no problem. Yeah. It looks good. Obviously, there are there there is a an element of storytelling and commentary on real world issues, whatever real world issues you choose to tease out of it. I mean, yeah. I don't think that they're going to be like you know, don't do war. Like that's not one that's in here, but yeah, you know, <laughs> there are a variety of things I think that you can glean from it. And so I thought about my rating before uh, a little bit. Um, I think I would give this for myself. I think I'll go with a seven. Okay. It's a good game. You know, it was an enjoyable thing. I probably don't need to replay it. It probably doesn't have very high replay value for me, you know? Mm. Uh, because I don't think I would get anything new out of it and th- there aren't milestones or like objectives to reach or, you know, like Crash Bandicoot, for example, I said had really high replay value because of all of the different, you know, there's the time trials and the other yeah. gems and the blah, blah, blah. All the secret shit. Tons of secret shit in Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, that's something that I value pretty highly. Right. Uh, but a game like this also, like... It doesn't need to have that, right? For an objective to be objectively good, it doesn't need to have high replay value. It's not yeah. designed with that sort of thing in mind. I think um, I would even I would even say uh, maybe this is out of place in your 
uh, descriptor of it. But like, I feel like for me, I actually, I sometimes find those things devalue a game, but I know you do. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we've talked about it depends. that and we'll cover it. In other yeah. Forms. I think it depends on the game. Uh, yeah. I think it depends on what, you know, in a platformer, I, I want to be able to find, you know, uh, a new tube that I can, a new warp pipe that I can go yeah, down yeah. or whatever, yeah. like that kind of thing. Um, that's very cool. And then you only get that from trying things out, trying things differently every time. Yeah. Uh, and that's, this just isn't the kind of game that lends itself to that, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I'll go with objectively a 7.5. I think a 7 okay. and a 7.5 is fair. I don't think I'll go up to an 8. Yes. I think because the, for me, the stakes weren't clear until very late in the game and it was very much the this kind of free little fancy romp around sucking stuff up as a whole i was just kind of like okay you know going through but it was still an enjoyable thing so yeah it's very satisfying but not very difficult right right so i'll go with uh (laughs) blend cream yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For myself, uh, I really, I really enjoyed this game. Um, oh, you know what we didn't talk about the the music. What did you think of the music? We didn't talk about the music. The music fit the tone perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, yeah, it was like perfectly minimal and perfectly, again, whimsical and relaxing. Is the kind of thing that you would put on almost like. It was like hold music that wouldn't make me mad. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. Um, everything seemed to match the environment to a T. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I actually really like the music in this. Um, yeah? I Now, maybe this is a difference of experience with like how we listen to it because i imagine you were probably listening over the switch speakers yeah unfortunately there's a i would i would urge you to even just like bring it up on youtube and uh listen to some of it at some point because there's like a lot of layers to it um that i don't find they all come across on like my tv speakers i'm playing this on the ps4 um right but it's uh i i think it's the music is just is bopping it's uh you know, it's always like got a good rhythm to it. It's uh, very interesting. It like has that kind of minimal thing going on. But um, I don't know. There's like little bits of guitar and like uh, uh, a lot of acoustic. It's um, it's an interesting mix. And I really enjoyed it. I can't think of a lot of like soundtracks that sound the same as that. OK. Yeah. I cool. thought it was it was just fun. And it, like you said, like fit the tone really well. Right. Maybe yeah. I'll have another little little listen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I I really liked this game. Um, I played most of it like late at night, just sitting in bed. I plugged the headphones into the the PlayStation controller, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I, I think that this game does a really great job of like building up its mechanics and then like mixing them up and repeating them over time. It's not like it's not a super difficult game by any means, but I think it's very satisfying. And I don't think it's like trying to be a difficult game. I could have like, 
I could have done with like a bit more challenge, especially in terms of I, I think that it would have served the game well to have the game get a little more difficult in terms of like uh, what you have to do moment to moment, like reflex type stuff. Um, right. Just a little bit before the end of the game, before the boss fight, because um, I feel like there's only really dodging the cockroaches in the cat soup level. And then, yeah, everything else is like, OK, figure this out. And you have like an unlimited amount of time to do it. There's like not a whole lot of stuff where it's like a little um, where it sets you back because you're not fast enough. It puts pressure on you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't even think it could, it would have to be like a whole lot of stuff. Just like maybe one of the levels before that, uh, does that sort of thing where you have to like move fast or think fast. Um, right. So like, yeah, I think my only, my only real gripe with the game at all is there's the level in the lab where there's like the carousel of, um, there's like a firework, a fire pit, a bird and the water. And I think that puzzle kind of sucks because it just like it's like, okay, if you didn't do the sequence right, you just have to like wait a while. And I don't like waiting in games. What do you mean by that? Oh, yeah, I I didn't realize that you had to pull the lever like you had to put the lever in the hole and then that's when it lit the thing. But yeah, you just have to wait for it to come back around if you because you I just took the firework out and then you could just wait until the fire comes around and then pull the lever and light the firework. Yeah, and that's like what you're supposed to do. I just feel like um, if you were if you get the firework out and then you're like, oh, I'll just grab the firework or like, I don't know if you if you. Yeah, it, it punishes you by taking just like time to roll back around. I think even just having the carousel move a little faster would have been like fine. But then you run out of time to actually get the le- get the lever pulled. Yeah, but then then you solve that problem I mentioned of not having enough challenges where it's like you have to move fast, right? I guess that's so true. Like, I guess that's true. I feel like that would be a, a double improvement rather than a new problem. Yeah. Okay. But this is like this is like a tiny, tiny gripe. And like overall, I really enjoyed the game. I really liked the the writing, how it like feels like uh just like a text conversation. Uh, the way that everyone talks. Um, Yeah. Like it adds to that very like casual sense that the game has. Like um, it's very just, yeah, the whole, the whole story comes through dialogue. Yeah. And I I think it's, it's neat. Like the, the metaphor that it, um, that it has. And like, I think that um, a lot of the writing is like sharper than someone might give it credit for at first. Yeah, I just I liked this game a lot. I think it's very satisfying uh, just in general. It's gameplay. Yeah, I think I'll give this game. I think I'll give this game a nine. It's uh, really. Yeah, because we we try to rate things in terms of like how well do they. Actually, I may give it I think I'll give it an eight point five because um, like, yeah, I could have done with like more more uh more of a difficulty curve um okay like not a whole lot more because i don't think that's what it's going for but just a little bit I that's think what it, i mean yeah yeah um i want it to go from like i said i it, it doesn't go from very easy to easy it goes from tutorial to very easy and i want it to go from very easy to 
easy plus. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I feel to, like from yeah. I feel like I wouldn't say tutorial myself. I think I I think it goes from very easy to easy, and I would like very easy to easy plus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I, I think like what it conveys writing wise and like the style of it, the music and everything, it all like really comes together. And I really enjoy that. And it's it's not trying to be like the huge ambitious thing. Um, and so I think like what it what it's trying to be, it is like really nailing it. Right. Yeah. So I'll give it an. You know what? Actually, I'll give it a nine because I think <laughs> I think that's fair. Like, okay. I really enjoyed it a lot. I. I had no qualms with like, uh, you know, it had been a couple weeks. Um, so I decided to like replay it and I enjoyed it thoroughly just going through it again. Yeah. And I think I'll give it an 8.5 uh, objectively for like the the gripes that I mentioned, which are very minor. And I, I feel I, I'm putting those less because I had difficulty with the boss fight and more because I saw Alyssa s- sort of struggling with it. Right. Because like, I feel like sometimes when I uh, watch or like, uh, you know, do any of these things that we we do um, when I engage with some media and then I also see how Alyssa engages with it, it gives me a more whole perspective of it in an objective sense. Like a broader context. Yeah. Yeah. You're very different uh, consumers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially with games, because me and Alyssa... Alyssa enjoys a lot more casual games. She does like the occasional like high input difficulty type game. Like we'll play fighting sure. games and stuff together. But right. um, generally she enjoys like a more casual game. Um, so for something like this, that kind of gave me that context of how the last boss fight might be kind of a might kind of blindside you with the reaction time it necessitates. That's fair. That's yeah. really fair. Yeah. But you yeah. can't lose, apparently. Yes, but I, I don't think that that's necessarily... I don't think that fixes the problem, right? No, I, I would say it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it, it still so what's frustrates your... in the way that losing would. Fair enough. So what's yeah. your milk rating? I guess that's like a whipping cream, like a, or, a, wow. or a butter, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, definitely like high up there. Yeah. That's good. That, that is a strong rating. Okay. Yeah, excellent game. I would I would recommend it to almost anyone. I would also recommend it. I I there aren't a lot of things that I would rate like a 6.5 or a 7 or 7.5 that I would recommend. I would recommend this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's very easy. It's very approachable. Yeah. Like I wouldn't recommend the Sisters Brothers. No. And I keep going back because I think that was like the most like it's good. Yeah, that we've done. Right? Yeah, like it I was I, it was so not for us. If it was for it was more for me than you, but I think we gave it the same rating. And if yeah. if it's somebody, you know, if it's your vibe, then like sure. This game I would recommend to a broad audience. It's very approachable, you know, there's nothing there's nothing intimidating about it and that's that's great. So, yeah. It's it's approachable but not toothless. Right. Yeah. And I I appreciate that a lot. I think that's a hard balance. Is this art good on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anchor.fm slash is this art good? We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere else. Cable. We're on cable now. Yeah, we're, we're on cable. <laughs> we're on, uh, yeah, we're on Star Choice. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> get our pay-per-view. Bell Express view. Yeah. 
Fuck. But we're, it's just one of those, like, it's in the channels that are like the 900s that are all the radio stations. And yeah, it yeah. just. We're in like the middle of those. Yeah, it shuffles our uh, podcast episodes. It's not even linear. Yeah, yeah. It's like a playlist that they've just mixed around. It's like episode 12, then episode, you know, 19, and then episode 7. I mean, that's fine for us. I wouldn't want that for like Magnus Archives or something, right? Right, right. That's fair enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you think of Donut County? Is it good? Have you played it? Tell us. Let us know. Send us a message on uh, the social media. And you know what? Please, if you're listening to this, su- subscribe. Follow us on Spotify if you can. Or uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Send a little r- rating. You know, what What milk rating do you give our podcast? Yeah. Please, please help. That's because we like to know. We like to know. And apparently, you know, I, I hear uh, through the, the I hear tell of it seriously helping. Um, we got, oh, I have to tell you something funny. Oh? We got, somebody gave us a one star rating on Apple podcasts. Fuck yeah. What did they, did they yeah. like say anything or was it just the rating? <laughs> no, it's just the rating. And what, what really, um, what got me about it is there's an episode where we talked about the ratings and I said, you know, if you're going to take the time to give us a rating, don't give us a one star because if you give it a one star, that means we've, we've, you know, insulted or we've done something poorly enough that you think we did it badly. Yeah. And if you think that, then we've done what we're trying to do, which means we need more than one star. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I think that that's pretty sound logic because I don't that, care what you think of our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that that person probably likes cops or something. That's probably what it is. Oh yeah, with the show or the the establishment. Uh, probably both. Probably both. I feel like you don't watch cops unless you like yeah. cops. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Give us a one star rating or two. You could have said, "Oh, okay, that's good." I was like, you could have said review, but they didn't review it. They just rated it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I would love to hear a review of our podcast. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because I, I think that that's I think that it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and do you think I'm in the wrong also by, for saying that about the, the rating thing? Like, wait, about if you're going to like if we make you feel strongly enough about the podcast that you want to give us one star, then we de- automatically deserve more than one star because we've made you feel strongly. I definitely don't agree with that because i mean <laughs> i could i could look at something racist and feel strongly about it that doesn't mean well, I, like, I that it it's good well th- okay but we're we're not racist <laughs> yeah and so that so we're at not, least we so try we not don't deserve to one star <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> anyway that's our episode folks uh see you later see you next week with i killed my lesbian wife hung her on a meat hook and now i have a three picture deal at disney yep happy pride